Hello, welcome to Meet Your District Supervisor. I'm Nona Melkonian, and we're here with Supervisor and Board President David Chu from District 3, which includes the Financial District, North Beach, Chinatown, Knob Hill, Fisherman's Wharf, Polk Gulch, and part of the Russian Hill neighborhood. Supervisor Chu was elected to the board in November of 2008 and has served as board president since January 2009. We're going to get to know him and talk about the toughest issues facing the city. Welcome, Supervisor, and thanks for joining us today. Thanks, Nona. So tell us a little about your background, where you grew up and went to school and the kind of jobs you've worked. Sure. My uh, parents immigrated to the United States in the 1960s, and I was the first kid born in the U.S., uh, and my parents sacrificed everything so that their kids could have the opportunities uh, that they wanted when they came here. Uh, I grew up in the Boston area and uh, lived in different parts of Boston, uh, went to a Catholic high school in Dorchester, which is a section in Boston, uh, and uh, because of uh, my parents' work and the opportunities they gave me, uh, my brothers and I uh, were all blessed to go to Harvard University, uh, which is where I went to school. Wow. And how was that experience? It was intense. Uh, I stayed there for college, uh, for law school, and I also have a master's in public policy there. Uh, and those are subjects that I decided to study in part because I was very interested in public service and public policy issues and, uh, and government. Now you grew up in the Boston area. And what made you want to make the transition and move to San Francisco? And what motivated you to get involved in politics? Before I ran for office, I worked in San Francisco as a criminal prosecutor and as a civil rights attorney and really got to understand how much of a beacon to the rest of the world as San Francisco is for social justice. I also uh, then spent a number of years uh, helping to grow a small business and uh, got to understand the innovative spirit that is here in San Francisco. Um, at night, I volunteered as a neighborhood association leader and also as uh, the chair of an affordable housing organization uh, and uh, learned so much about the challenges facing our neighborhoods and facing really the special jewels that are the urban villages that we live in. And I ran for office in part because I wanted to serve the city and really protect all that's so special about what San Francisco is. And looking back a few years, what lessons did you learn after campaigning for supervisor? San Franciscans are incredibly interested in their city government and local politics and in making sure that, uh, that we remain as a city the most amazing city in the world. Uh, and I learned that uh, San Franciscans during campaigns read everything that they're sent in mail, uh, love to meet candidates and engage with them in conversations. Uh, I also learned how important it is to build bridges between different communities, uh, particularly communities of diversity that we have, and, um, uh, and was just incredibly honored to have been elected uh, in November 2008. And where do you place yourself on the political spectrum? Are you more to the left or closer to the right? I consider myself someone who shares the progressive values that many San Franciscos hold dear. Uh, we have been a beacon to the rest of the world for these progressive values, and uh, that's where I see myself. And now you're president of the board. 
So describe the role of that position and the responsibilities that come with being the president of the Board of Supervisors. Well, as president of the Board of Supervisors, I preside over the weekly meetings that we have at Tuesday at 2 o'clock here in the board chamber. Uh, I also determine uh, which legislations will go to various committees uh, that we have. And also as a district supervisor, I sit on a number of the legislative committees uh, that we have. What do you feel are some of the biggest issues facing San Francisco? I think we have a lot of challenges uh, right now. We're still in the midst of the Great Recession, and we all know way too many folks who are struggling in minimum wage jobs. We know folks who've been laid off of work. Uh, I think as a city, we need to do much better at uh, creating an environment where we have more jobs uh, and more economic development. Um, I also think that uh, we're also extremely challenged in our public transit. We talk about being a transit first city, but everyone has the experience of sitting uh, in gridlock, uh, waiting for that bus, trying to hail that cab, uh, walking on pedestrian uh, sidewalks that are not particularly safe. Uh, and I think as a city, we need to do a lot more to invest in a uh, first class transportation system. What do you feel are some of the biggest issues facing your district? In addition to the local economy, which impacts the merchant corridors and I think uh, the proliferation of too many vacant storefronts, uh, in addition to the transit issues I just mentioned, uh, we are having in every neighborhood a real conversation, I think, about how we, how we change, uh, whether we should preserve aspects of the important characters of our neighborhood or think about building new things. Uh, there is also uh, a real discussion that we're having in many neighborhoods about affordability. Um, I hear from too many tenants who are in the process of being evicted, homeowners who are uh, being foreclosed on, and I think as a city we need to really think about how all of us as San Franciscans can continue to live uh, in a city that the whole world wants to be here for. It's a great place to be. It's a great place to be. How will you balance the needs of your district versus the needs of the city as a whole? Well, uh, I have an incredibly diverse district. Uh, as you mentioned earlier, my district encompasses uh, North Beach and Chinatown. We have our city's famous hills of Knob Hill, Russian, and Telegraph. We have where the world comes to work in the financial district, where the world comes to shop in Union Square, uh, where our tourists spend time on Fisherman's Wharf, and uh, the wonderful uh, Polk Street neighborhoods. My district really encompasses the ethnic and economic diversity that exists throughout the city. And as a result, I actually think my district is really emblematic of the entire city. Uh, and you can find every political perspective that you could possibly want in District 3. And so uh, oftentimes, uh, the interests of my district and the city really are quite aligned. Uh, and, uh, and so I don't have to think about those differences probably quite as often as some of my colleagues may have to. Let's talk a little about um, the budget situation, because once again, we've been faced with um, the, some tough budget decisions, including where to make cuts and whether or not to increase fees and taxes. How will you approach these hard choices? Well, our budget is one of the very top uh, challenges facing city government right now. Uh, over uh, each of the years that I have served thus far, we have had to balance uh, budget deficits uh, that were around a half a billion dollars. 
This year, we're facing another budget deficit of almost $400 million. Now, unfortunately, in recent years, uh, we have had some ability to do some one-time budgeting uh, uh, tricks that allowed us to balance the budget that, frankly, don't exist this year. So, for example, in past years, we receive federal stimulus money. We receive more monies from the state government. Uh, last year, our labor unions uh, wonderfully decided to contribute a quarter billion dollars to helping balance last year's budget and this year's budget. And these are all things that we don't have the ability to avail ourselves as we balance the upcoming budget in a few months. So what this means is uh, we're faced with far fewer options, uh, and I do think we are going to have to continue to look at very deep and difficult cuts. Uh, from my perspective, I think our priorities this year have to be ensuring and protecting the most basic city services and helping to ensure that we have uh, services to the most vulnerable San Franciscans during this great recession. What about the city's housing needs? What do you think the Board of Supervisors should do to address these needs? Well, we are a city uh, that is seven by seven miles. We have incredible density. In fact, we are the densest neighborhoods uh, on the West Coast. And everyone wants to live here, which, as we know, drives up housing prices dramatically. What this means is uh, it, the housing costs are driving out working folks, driving out families, driving out our middle class. And I think as a city, we need to continue to reinvest to build and develop and hopefully maintain our true stock of affordable housing. Uh, I'm very committed to increasing more funds so that we can build uh, more housing that can hopefully be afforded by folks of all economic backgrounds. What about the issue of homelessness? What are some of your ideas on dealing with this issue? In recent years during this terrible economy, uh, because we've had to cut back so significantly our social service net, particularly uh, programs for uh, folks who may have mental illnesses, uh, we have seen many problems become exacerbated on the streets. You combine that with the fact that we simply have very unaffordable housing in most parts of the city, uh, it's no surprise that our homeless numbers have gone up uh, in recent years. And I think, again, the city needs to recommit ourselves to the values that our city was named after. St. Francis believed in compassion for those who had less, uh, who, who, who frankly had less than uh, others. For those of us who have opportunities, I think we have to give back. And I think part of that entails uh, taking care of the most unfortunate among us, the folks who have need, including our homeless. So let's talk a little about the transportation situation in your district. Um, you mentioned earlier that um, the transit could be better. Um, how is the parking and traffic, and is there enough muni service as of now? Well, you're talking to the one member of the board who doesn't own a car. Uh, every day I get around my district uh, either on muni, on my bike, uh, through a city car share, or by hell in a cab. And uh, I can tell you that our transit system is truly challenged. Um, our buses are late one out of four times. Uh, we all know how frustrating that is, and there's still too many buses that are not as clean as we'd like, not as safe as we like. Uh, and I think as a city, we can do better at investing into our menu system. I think uh, that we absolutely need more taxi cabs on the streets. 
Uh, it's very difficult to actually obtain a cab. Uh, I support the concept of a centralized taxi dispatch system so that you know who you can call to hopefully get a taxi cab, which is difficult to get if you're in many neighborhoods in the city. Uh, I'm also a big believer in uh, pedestrian and cycling as options to get around town. Uh, there are many cities around the world that have far more people who are either walking or on bicycles. And uh, not only are those very pleasant modes of transit, they're actually fairly efficient modes of transit as long as the other pieces of our transportation system fit uh, well. So uh, all of these things hopefully will take some cars off the road, uh, which will make it easier for everyone who drives. And I, I do think that if we want to create a world-class transportation system in San Francisco, we all have to make a commitment to each of these modes of transit uh, to, to, to allow us to move to where we need to go. Is it safe for pedestrians up there on the street? These days, no, it, it, it isn't. Um, in recent years, we have had way too many pedestrian accidents. Uh, there are estimates that it costs our city several hundred million dollars a year because of traffic accidents and traffic injuries and fatalities. And uh, I'm actually asking one of our transit agencies to study exactly where we're spending our dollars around pedestrian safety and whether if we invested a few more dollars in certain places, if that would help reduce our overall costs that come when a pedestrian uh, is hit by a car. So speaking of safety, let's talk a little about crime um, in your district. How do you think the police department is doing? And do you have any thoughts on how the city is dealing with crime? Well, in the last few years, uh, crime rates have been down, particularly violent crime rates and homicides. Uh, that is a good thing. That being said, uh, in the first uh, few weeks of 2011, homicides have started to climb back up. Uh, and we have to be ever vigilant about uh, crimes that are occurring in all of our neighborhoods. Uh, I have been generally satisfied with uh, much of the activity of the San Francisco Police Department, but I still have within my district uh, on Knob Hill. Uh, we have always had too many auto break-ins. Uh, on Polk Street, uh, there are every night uh, many incidences of drug dealing and prostitution. Uh, on some of my entertainment corridors at, during the late night hours, we have shootings that happened. Um, and these are all perennial issues uh, that our San Francisco Police Department need to continually tackle. Uh, one of the things that I'm a big fan of is the concept of community policing, which is the idea that our local police officers need to establish a better relationship with members of the community, with residents, and with merchants. Uh, and through that community partnership, uh, we often have seen true successes in being able to combat crime. When you have eyes and ears on the street cooperating with our local men and women in blue, uh, that helps to reduce crime. And that is something that I have been pushing our police department to implement more fully. Your district is also a well-known nightlife destination. So how do you balance the needs of the residents with the needs of the restaurants and the bars. I moved to uh, the neighborhood that I live in in part because we have such a wonderful and vibrant nightlife. Uh, San Francisco is famous uh, for our restaurant scene, for our bar scene, for our club scene. All that being said, uh, we have had too many incidences of violence in and around uh, some of these nighttime entertainment venues and this is why over the past few years I've actually passed several pieces of legislation to address 
the security needs and the safety needs of neighborhoods. I think uh, everyone, including myself, we all support a healthy, vibrant nightlife, but we also support a safe nightlife and one that uh, complements our neighborhoods, not is in contrast or in competition with our neighborhoods. And what are your thoughts on the city's economic development? And what would you like to change about the city's approach to developing its economy? Well, as a city, I don't think we have been particularly good at marrying our progressive values with creating jobs and economic development. I think there are a lot of things that we can do to make life easier for businesses, the businesses that are the lifeblood of our economy that employs all of our San Franciscans. Uh, over the past few years, I have, uh, I have helped to eliminate dozens of fees that have been nickeling and diming, particularly our small businesses, to death here. Uh, I also have worked with my colleagues uh, to push for more local economic stimulus from city contracts that in the past would get awarded mostly to non-San Francisco businesses. But I think as part of a 21st century economy, San Francisco needs to do a better job of cultivating business innovation. We need to be the city that competes with Silicon Valley to attract clean tech companies, to attract uh, biotech companies, to attract the next online company. I think uh, we can do a better job also of uh, nurturing creative industries. Uh, we're the city that founded Burning Man, and we need to create a better economy for our local artists, for our writers, for our designers. Uh, and this is a city that has many, many thousands upon thousands of local small businesses. And as someone who used to run a small business, I think the city can do a much better job of nurturing that sector uh, because, again, that's part of the lifeblood of who we are as San Franciscans. So we could do better, but are we on the right track? Well, uh, I think we're in a little bit of a transition period right now. Uh, we have a new interim mayor and a new board of supervisors. Uh, I do think uh, that we have a new tone here at City Hall to move things forward, uh, but we have a lot of challenges that we're facing, and uh, I'm doing everything I can to hopefully put us back on track. Let's talk a little about the role of sports in the city's economic future. Are you happy with the plans for the America's Cup? I have been a huge fan of the America's Cup, and uh, I'm really proud that this Board of Supervisors came together unanimously after a fairly contentious debate uh, to support bringing the America's Cup to San Francisco in 2013. Uh, it's estimated that the America's Cup uh, will not only be an incredible sporting event, will not only showcase our city and the natural amphitheater of the Bay, but it will, uh, it's estimated to bring over a billion dollars of economic activity, um, eight, 9,000 jobs, and I think a whole lot of fun. So I'm very excited for the America's Cup. And should we spend money to keep the 49ers? I just had a conversation with Jed York, uh, who heads up the 49er organization, and uh, told him again that I, for one, along with I think many of the elected officials in town, as well as many San Franciscans, uh, would love to do what we can to keep our beloved 49ers uh, here in San Francisco. Uh, obviously, they are having a conversation with Santa Clara, uh, but we think uh, that they need to be part of the city that is in their name. Uh, and there's so much history that's intertwined between our 49ers and San Francisco. Um, I, for one, am very committed to doing what I can to keep them here. Talking a little about the state, Governor Brown has proposed to eliminate funding for redevelopment agencies. 
What is your opinion of that plan and the value of redevelopment agencies? Well, I've often said that uh, we knew that by electing Governor Brown, he was going to have to make some incredibly difficult choices. That being said, I do think this redevelopment proposal goes a bit too far. It would be catastrophic to many developments and proposed developments that we have here in San Francisco, really throughout the city. And so I very much hope uh, that the ongoing conversations to uh, change his redevelopment proposal, to not eliminate redevelopment, uh, but hopefully uh, modify it into something that will continue to help localities, counties like San Francisco, uh, that we can get there. And what are some of the biggest land use issues in your district right now? We have, in addition to the America's Cup planning that we have, there is a discussion around the development of CPMC, which would be the largest hospital uh, project that our city has seen in decades. Uh, and it would probably be the largest land use project that we're going to discuss this year. The CPMC proposed project is right on the edge of my district. Uh, in fact, it is seated at the intersection of several of uh, several supervisorial districts, and there are very complicated land use issues, issues around the displacement of tenants, issues around uh, the impact of a very large hospital on the surrounding neighborhoods, as well as about whether the, the size of this hospital and the plans for this hospital fit in the citywide picture of healthcare access and the geographic, the geographic access to healthcare institutions. We're going to have, I'm sure, a robust discussion about this in the coming months. We're almost out of time, but are there any other issues that concern you that we haven't discussed or any other interests that you plan to concentrate on throughout your term as supervisor? Well, one of the things uh, that I have every supervisor works on is the relationship between our neighborhoods and City Hall. And uh, I'm blessed in District 3 to have a very rich network of neighborhood associations, merchant groups and nonprofit organizations that I interface with on a weekly and daily basis but often have difficulties navigating City Hall. And one of the things that I'm trying to do is to help develop uh, perhaps neighborhood councils that bring together these various neighborhood associations, merchant groups, nonprofits to intersect and interface with City Hall and city staff as a model, almost a resiliency council, a neighborhood council, if you would like, uh, to, uh, to really foster partnership between our neighborhoods uh, and city government. Uh, this is a model that we've been working on for a couple years in District 3 and one that I hope to replicate throughout San Francisco fairly soon. Well, it looks like we're out of time. Thank you so much for joining us today on SFGovTV's Meet Your District Supervisor. Thank you. We've been talking to Supervisor and Board President David Chu from District 3. Watch for the next episode of Meet Your District Supervisor when we'll be back with another one of our 11 city supervisors. For SFGovTV, I'm Nona Melconian. <laughs>